Yeah, man, Unisa Radio, the African voice is definitely, definitely, definitely all about you. The time is eight minutes past eight. And if you want to hit us up, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook at Unisa Radio. So actually, before I wrapped up the, the HIV conversation, I forgot to tell you guys that you can test for free this December at a Clicks Clinic. So from the 1st of December till the 31st of December, you can go and get tested for free at a Clicks Clinic. Um, so if you feel like you can't afford to go get tested, this is the right time. Um, yeah, man. Um, so today in studio, today in studio, we have an amazing gentleman. <laughs> a handsome gentleman, a good-looking gentleman. I just want to introduce him real quick. Um, his name is Howard Advaisondo, who is the advocate of black consciousness. He is a global bronze author, a talentpreneur, and an edu-training speaker. He is a best-selling international self-published author as he sold over 750 copies within a year at the age of 18, and his book has reached eight different countries so far. He is the 2019 South African Ideas Festival Entrepreneur, Rich Learning Mentorship Program for Boys, um, honored Howard with the 2019 Nelson Mandela Leadership Awards. He wrote his first inspirational and motivational book titled Young, Black, and Powerful at the Age of 15, of which he self-published on the 29th of July, 2017. And in 2019, he released his second book titled Lessons from a Domestic Worker. Yeah. Good morning, Howard. Morning, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic. I'm just happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy you're here. It's, yeah. it's great to be on the show. So usually on the show we have artists. Sure. Um, but I feel like it's time that we motivated and yeah. we, we had, your, you know, a self, you say, you call yourself a self-preneur. Uh, a talentpreneur. Talent, talent, sorry, a talentpreneur. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so just to, to explain, because uh, it's, it's quite a new term, and yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think most people are quite familiar with it. Mm. Um, so I was once asked a question at some of the event. Um, so the gentleman walks up to me and asks me, are you an entrepreneur? I said, no. And then he says, how would you best describe yourself, or what is it that you do? I basically said, I'd rather call myself a talentpreneur. And then he said, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And then I said, a talentpreneur basically means it's uh, taking your raw talent, um, yeah. and you connect it into business. So basically what I did with myself was the raw talent was public speaking, yeah. then I had to reproduce it by writing books, then sell it for commercial value for people who were um, readers who then became my customers. So that's what a talentpreneur is, basically. And, oh, um, yeah. I yeah. actually like something you. <laughs> I wasn't really sure what a talentpreneur is. I thought yeah. a talentpreneur was a manager nah. of, of artists. <laughs> um, actually, there's, Bonang once said, yeah. you need to find what your talent is, yeah. and you need to just bottle that up, and you need to sell it to the masses. Yeah. So I think that is what basically a talentpreneur is. You yeah. find what your raw talent is, yeah. you bottle it up, and you sell it. True. Um, could you please just tell us about yourself before we go in depth with yeah. the interview? Can you tell us who Howard is, where you come from, and what motivated you to do, um, obviously, what you wanted to do? Yeah. So, um, uh, as you, you've mentioned, uh, a lot of great things about me. For a second, I thought, wait, I was still talking about me. <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, basically, I'm a young daughter from Ekasila, Ngase Mamelodi. Basically, raised by um, a single parent who works as a domestic worker. And um, coming from a site called Demapeshan, which is a Tonga word, uh, yeah. because 
people there, majority of them are Tonga speaking people. That is like the native language that side. And um, I then grew up uh, most of my life in Mamelodi, went to primary school in Dima, uh, and then moved to Jagagana Secondary School. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then basically what has truly motivated me is something that I honestly live for, mm-hmm. um, which is having taken my own pain and actually connected into my passion and now I'm making it a profession which is again going back to the whole thing of telepination mm-hmm. and I'm one person who genuinely wouldn't want to be known or to just die known for the tackles that you've mentioned uh, yeah, before yeah. I went on stage because I'd rather live to reduce myself to just be known as Howard um, the reason for that is that you don't call Moses in the Bible and go Bishop, Reverend, Anointed yeah, Moses. Yeah. It's you simple Moses. Moses. Yes. Jesus is simply Jesus. You understand? So that for me is kind of the reason why I choose not to be known for my child because I'd rather be known for the work that I'm doing. So and the, true. Mm. Um, and, and that's also one of the things that I call choosing work over the tackle because i think a lot of us just want to have a lot of tackles you know mm-hmm. i am this i am that which is all good i mean that's where we all start you know you we want to start everywhere but i think eventually you have to reduce yourself to one thing to be known only for that one thing and then that is when you know it's okay now i'm finally specializing in this and so my drive and my motivation has truly been my background i didn't have to look far mm-hmm. in terms of where I need to be or how I feel I need to, to go about it. I mean, if you're living in a shack, then you go to an extent of writing your first book. By the time you're living in a shack, where this rain that we have right now, if yeah, I was still living yeah, in the shack, water would just come in, in. Mm. you understand? And you, you don't sleep that night. You need to have containers in place. And that pain for me, in as much as I had nights where I cried, I also had to ask myself, is this where I want to die then? You know, is this mm. where mm. Uh, I see myself? So truly my drive has been all the pains that I've encountered and trying as much to take my tragedies and make them strategies, mm. which is why I call myself Young, Black and Powerful, second sh- book, um, Lessons yeah. from a Domestic Worker. Yeah. So it's truly about embracing my, my struggles and hoping that it's going to inspire uh, the, the next person. Mm. So, yeah, that's And, and also why. not taking what you've gone through yeah. and, and, and make it as a barrier in your life. Like, for example, people will say, I didn't grow up with my father. That's why I cannot get a job. Yeah. You are you are blocking yourself from your blessings and your successes and saying, I will take my struggle yeah. and I will not let it define me. Yeah. I yeah. will make a profit out of it. Because as soon as you start making a profit out of what you've gone through, yeah. it no longer has so much weight on you. No. And it no longer defines the person that you are. Yeah. And I actually really do appreciate when you say you don't want to be known by labels. Yeah. But you want to know what I am Howard. Yeah. You want people to remember you as Howard. Not Howard the da 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 two things rather mm-hmm. uh, the first is identity I think for me identity has, has been a serious challenge for um, most of us especially the youth in terms of how do I truly identify myself to be who I am and be fulfilled in that yeah. um, the reason why I say identity or perhaps it should just be my main core um, reason for that also prior to those tough challenges I also suffered from low self-esteem because yeah, I happen to be also dark in complexion funny enough I was comparing myself to my own siblings 
my brother, my sister, mm. then I have a little sister, so I'm kind of in the middle. Then I, I was then asking myself, Can't you, what happened to me? What, yeah, yeah. Why, why am I, I the, the only dark one? one? You yeah, understand? Yeah. So it's, uh, it also just goes to show that when we speak about low self-esteem and depression, it's not always about the external. Sometimes it's just in the external mm. space, but it has such a big impact. So I it's, think for yeah, me... it's deeper. True. Mm. So I think identity for me is truly the core to say... Let's let's define ourselves by who we are, not by leveling ourselves by things we feel can mm. affiliate us to be best or to be accepted or approved or anything like that. Hence, I proudly say, young, black, and powerful, to reignite the very same identity that most of us are shying from, the very identity that most has led some of us to even create fake accounts on social media to be fake people want fake yes, things live a fake life it's all identity mm. crisis so i think for me once we have the identity remember it's young black and powerful the powerful in it now is then how do we discover what you have inside of you what are your gifts what is it that you were born to do mm. so that in itself it's like for instance you you lay a strong building mm. by its foundation so that means even if you went and attended let's say an entrepreneur summit it's all good you have the the roofs the the the, the all of that yeah but yeah. the foundation is within the soul so mm. most people fail in life not because of the challenges most people fail because they haven't identified themselves and in, they haven't built a strong enough foundation that yeah. their career will be built will be built on top of exactly mm. yeah. and i also feel like with also when you're saying dark skin i feel like even now we're still fighting that fight of um, I'm a certain shade, yeah. so I cannot yeah. get certain opportunities. Yeah. And also, um, last week we were discussing with William Gutti, our celebrities end up bleaching their skin in order to get into the industry. And I still see to this day, um, yeah. when you're going for auditions and and and, mm. you are always looked at as you are darker. Yeah. But I think we were raised to think that because I'm darker, I'm inferior. Mm. But that doesn't mean that. Because yeah. the darker you are, the closer you are to the earth, you are powerful, you are strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. You are closer to the roots than the person that is lighter or True. the person that is white. Yeah. So I just think we need to remember that as, as, as Africans that... Yeah. The color of your skin really doesn't matter. True. And uh, I, I think it also goes to show, I mean, um, a big congratulations also to our new Miss Universe. You know, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out. Yeah. But here's also something quite fascinating yeah. also about us as, as black people again, is that why do we want to define success by the color in which the individuals brings to the room? So in other words, we don't know if you're really good at what you're doing simply because you're good at it, or you're only good because of the color. Yes, because that of the color you of your skin, the pigment of your skin. Certainly enough, the very some black people that would go on to say, no, we were shut out of the system, mm. we were never given opportunities. When again a fellow black person succeeds, we still now, we say, okay, we see you, but now let's, let's, let's find your tribe. Where are you? Now we go, ah, she's closer. And then what happens with the rugby team? We win the World Cup. Yes, but the captain is closer. Yeah. We always want to put that person in a box. Exactly. We don't want to say, see an African uh, was the first black captain. We always want to say, he is closer. He is babies. Yeah. And, and, and that's another thing I think yeah. we, we, we're struggling with. Identity. Um, no, but we'll have this conversation <laughs> backstage. <laughs> no problem. It'll no take problem. us the whole yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to know, uh, sure. what is the biggest problem you've encountered so far since you started your career? Um, I, I think for me, it, uh, since I've written two books, mm. the biggest challenge that I've had is really breaking the market in yeah. terms of how do I get my book to uh, bookstores. Because remember, I'm self-published. Yes, so if yes. you are self-published, you really have kind of limited options in terms of how do I breach the market. Because firstly, 
if you go to them uh, chances are you might have to sell at a higher price but you're generating low Lower low income. profit mm. now because you don't have you know you don't have that strong legal team to represent mm. you to draft mm. your contract so i think for me breaking into the market in terms of how do i now get the books to my very own people who deserve mm. to read it has been a challenge because for me i'm truly truly 100 percent against this notion to say black people do not read that is a strong lie it is, it definitely is. Yeah. And, and, and because they keep saying it, I think people will start to believe it, but it's not true. Yeah, but, but Nakona, let, let's go to the bookstores, honestly, and, and let's check how many stories of black people are written and how many black authors are actually and, there. And the issue is because how you write your book, yeah. then you have to fight for five years to get published. So it's, it's that thing of how will I find a black author in the mm. store if no one is publishing them? And I've realized lately, there's a trend now. They're no longer publishing self-motivating books or yeah. self-help books. They're publishing novels and, and, and biographies, autobiographies, and, 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 and. Yeah. So obviously, it's also, a, I have to fight to get published. Yeah. Then they're going to cheat you out of your money. Yeah. Um, how do I get myself out there? How do I do what I need to do yeah. and also make money? Because you can't just give away your book. Because no, publishing your book or writing it and getting it printed costs you money. A lot, a lot. And on what are you going to eat? Yeah. Giving away your book. <laughs> we need yeah. to remember that we need to eat. As yeah. much as this is a career and it's a passion and we yeah. love it, we still also need to eat. Yeah. Um, And I think just talking about this, we'll go to the next question is, if you sure. could change anything in this industry, yeah, book publishing and book writing, what would you change? Um, I, I think for me, but what I will change is, is the policies that have that have been said. Yeah. Uh, because the sad reality is that the people who said the policies are not the people who are actually writing the books. So we, the authors ourselves, unfortunately, we don't have a, a strong process that really supports us in terms of the work that we're doing. Mm. So I think what I would do personally is to perhaps you know start a union. I mean, when mm. community people go on strike, they have a community forum, a community leader who then represents them. But in terms of us as authors also, we're not united. And so what happened is if you actually manage to break into the industry yeah. and you get your books on the shelves, it's actually harder for you to come back and say, okay, Howard, I see you have a book, yes, come yes, on top. Yes. Because now also it's now a mindset of are we actually willing to actually help the next person or is it just a matter of I've been deprived so much mm. so that when I get it, it's, it's mine and it's and mine I alone. I also think you think been working alone yeah why, why, why I must i give it <laughs> so it's a it's 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 a, it's a tough thing yeah. you know that we we sometimes not willing um to give others a, a chance as well but i think for me if i can't change the policies then I'm, i might have to create my very own bookstore i might you know we already have actually a publishing house that we have started oh, so that nice. in a way we're saying okay yeah. fine we can't bridge it but we know our people we know where our people are so let's Go to where the people are. Mm. Just like to an author who tell me that I'm not able to sell. You have a community hall. You have a church. You have people that you know. Go to those people. And make South them your market. People, yes. You now have mm. the access to the internet and all of that. Make that as your leverage. I mean, selling those copies wasn't just sitting at home. I had to go out to the and people. To leverage on my media as well. Mm. So also it's just about in as much as the systems are not favoring us but let's not be lazy also thank you let's that's what i was about to say <laughs> like, as much uh, as you are being blocked sure. you always need to find a way to 
See, Kolisi didn't think he was going to wake up and be the first black captain. Zizo you know, didn't think she was... Zozi, sorry. Yeah. Um, Zozi didn't think she was going to win Miss Universe. Do you understand? Yeah, but you need to go out there and you need to fight. Yeah. And, and you need to say, okay, they're blocking me here. I can't sell my books at this store. Sure. Let me open my own store. Yeah. Or even if you don't have the capital, go stand in the street, sell your book, make that profit. That's it. And then when you open your store, you can also... Up, bring up other people. Yeah. Like you know, for my friend or Mang Mang is also an author. They do this kind of books. Yeah. Now you have your own platform that you can sell to them. Yeah. Don't think just because you went up alone. Mm. Now it means that you mustn't bring other people up because you don't know about tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow that person will be better than you, and they won't assist you. <laughs> exactly. Because you are like, I am already here. I don't need to go back to the hood and yeah. assist Mang Mang. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think that that's so true. By the way, I, I like that. And I think it also just to also look at also how um, the current society is, it's yeah. that also we, we're looking at popularity mm, um, yes, as, yes. as the level and the measure, measure in success. which success mm. is. And, and that is also a fake fallacy because that means now if you post something and then you get two likes, you're thinking, ah, I'm not popular, I'm not, I'm not successful. You're and, popular, you think I'm not successful. Exactly. Mm. But what the algorithm does not show is that how many people have actually reached. And you actually get, I mean, I've, I've seen it a lot. Whenever you advertise something that is a business, you get very few likes. But mm. you take a selfie, you put it to profile, get about 400 likes. You think, okay, let me post the business. They won't do it. But what people do is that they actually go to your personal DMs. Because that's how I've done it also. Yeah, when I post yeah. something in relation to work, I, I know I won't get likes. But I know in return I'm going to get SMSs. So also do not be discouraged by seeing the numbers that you wish mm. you could see. Because also it takes time for you to, to actually get there. And it's actually going to help you also to not be... Um, affirmed or to be confirmed by how many people actually follow you because yeah, if you're yeah. depending on people to follow you chances are you might end up not fulfilling what you were meant to do in the first place That's trying true. to please those followers of yours so yeah mm. stick to your story post what you believe should be posted never mind the likes people are watching people that's one are. thing i can they may not comment they may not like but trust me some days someone's gonna say no i know you uh, because i've seen i'm like chief you never you've never liked and people are like that in terms of when you post something yeah. that is related to growing you as a person they get jealous and they're like but if, remember if it's I tough like Howard's post, yeah maybe my business will not be considered yeah. so yeah. but people do see it um especially if you have a business account because mm. i have an instagram business account yeah I, I from my likes to people that view my profile sure i'm like why do not these people not follow you do you understand yeah. but i just yeah. realized that people just don't want to give you that thing they don't no. want to motivate you yeah and that's why you need to just wake up and mm. do it yourself but you must consider also who are the people that you expect um you to to follow you or to support your business because mm. remember these are the very same people that are within the percentage of the country's unemployment rate these yeah. are very same people that also have been um belittled themselves to actually believe they can accumulate something so your success or your growth to them may not be an inspiration to yes, them it may actually like a be a threat mm. to say damn he's, he's really going he's up really there by it. himself yeah and <laughs> we never think how can i assist him mm. you understand how can i best put myself in the right position to say how can we I then help the next person grow mm. so it's also about a limited mindset also a mindset that is just saying um listen if your fellow mate does it he must only thus be there uh, by himself and then we glorify him then we call them idols and then we yeah, call them yeah yeah and, and we want flashy flashy cars flashy yeah. clothes yeah. I will only support Howard when he drives the Mercedes and I'm gonna when drive this just are. a matter of time and, 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 and that's the same reality you get to 
destroy that mentality. Yeah, eventually. And, and I feel like you're going to yeah. go back to them and still assist them. And yeah. people don't understand that. Because people are different. Yeah. So you go back in your system and they'll be like, damn, yeah. you should have liked that post. Um, but I'm not cutting you short. We're yeah. not going to come back sure. after the news. Okay. Uh, so we will continue, guys, with Ohawat, um and our conversation after the news. Please follow us at Uniso Radio on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, and on Facebook. The time is 8.28. Yeah, man, Unisa Radio, the African voice is definitely, definitely, definitely all about you. The time is eight minutes past eight. And if you want to hit us up, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook at Unisa Radio. So actually, before I wrapped up the, the HIV conversation, I forgot to tell you guys that you can test for free this December at a Clicks Clinic. So from the 1st of December till the 31st of December, you can go and get tested for free at a Clicks Clinic. Um, so if you feel like you can't afford to go get tested, this is the right time. Um, yeah, man. Um, so today in studio, today in studio, we have an amazing gentleman. <laughs> a handsome gentleman, a good-looking gentleman. I just want to introduce him real quick. Um, his name is Howard Advaisondo, who is the advocate of black consciousness. He is a global bronze author, a talentpreneur, and an edu-training speaker. He is a best-selling international self-published author as he sold over 750 copies within a year at the age of 18, and his book has reached eight different countries so far. He is the 2019 South African Ideas Festival Entrepreneur, Rich Learning Mentorship Program for Boys, um, honored Howard with the 2019 Nelson Mandela Leadership Awards. He wrote his first inspirational and motivational book titled Young, Black, and Powerful at the Age of 15, of which he self-published on the 29th of July, 2017. And in 2019, he released his second book titled Lessons from a Domestic Worker. Yeah. Good morning, Howard. Morning, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic. I'm just happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy you're here. It's, yeah. it's great to be on the show. So usually on the show, we have artists. Sure. Um, but I feel like it's time that we motivated and yeah. we, we had your, you know, a self, you say, you call yourself a self-preneur. A uh, uh, talentpreneur. Tal talent, sorry, a talentpreneur. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just to, to explain, because uh, it's, it's quite a new term and yeah, uh, I, yeah. I don't think most people are quite familiar with it. Mm. Um, so I was once asked a question at some of the event. Um, so the gentleman walks up to me and asks me, are you an entrepreneur? I said, no. And then he says, how would you best describe yourself or what is it that you do? I basically said, I'd rather call myself a talentpreneur. And then he said, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And then I said, a talentpreneur basically means it's uh, taking your raw talent um, yes. and you connect it into business. So basically what I did with myself was the raw talent was public speaking. Yeah. Then I had to reproduce it by writing books, then sell it for commercial value for people who were um, readers who then became my customers. So that's what a talentpreneur is basically. And, oh um, yeah. yeah! I actually like something you. <laughs> I wasn't really sure what a talent preneur is. I thought yeah. a talent preneur was a manager nah. of, of artists. <laughs> um, actually, there's Bonang once said, yeah. "You need to find what your talent is, yeah. and you need to just bottle that up, and you need to sell it to the masses." Yeah. So I think that is what basically a talent preneur is. You yeah. find what your raw talent is, yeah. you bottle it up, and you sell it. True. Um, could you please just tell us about yourself before we go in depth? Yeah. The interview. Can you tell us who Howard is, where you come from, and what motivated you to do, um, obviously, what you wanted to do? Yeah. So, um, 
uh, as you you've mentioned uh, a lot of great things about me for a second i thought wait i was still talking about me <laughs> but it's all good yeah yeah <laughs> um so basically i'm a young daughter from Ekasila, Ngase Mamelodi. Yeah. um basically raised by um, a single parent who works as a domestic worker and um coming from a site called the Mapeshani, which is a tonga word uh, yeah. because people the majority of them are tonga speaking people that is like the native language that side and um i then grew up uh, most of my life in mamelodi went to primary school in dima and then moved to jagagana secondary school mm-hmm. and um and then basically what has truly motivated me is something that i honestly live for mm-hmm. um which is having taken my own pain and actually connected into my passion and now i'm making it a profession which is again going back to the whole thing of talent mm-hmm. and i'm one person who genuinely wouldn't want to be known or to just die known for the tackles that you've mentioned uh, yeah, before yeah. I, I went on stage because i'd rather live to reduce myself to just be known as howard um the reason for that is that you don't call Moses in the Bible and go Bishop Reverend Anointed yeah, Moses. Yeah. It's simple Moses. Moses. Yes. Jesus is simply Jesus, you understand? So that for me is kind of the reason why I choose not to be known for my child because I'd rather be known for the work that I'm doing. The and the, true. Mm. Um and, and that's also one of the things that I call choosing work over the tackle because i think a lot of us just want to have a lot of tackles you know mm-hmm. i am this i am that which is all good i mean that's where we all start you know you, we want to start everywhere but i think eventually you have to reduce yourself to one thing to be known only for that one thing and then that is when you know it's okay now i'm finally specializing in this and so my drive and my motivation has truly been my background i didn't have to look far mm-hmm. in terms of where i need to be or how i feel i need to to go about it i mean if you're living in a shack then you go to an extent of writing your first book by the time you're living in a shack where this rain that we have right now if yeah, i was still living yeah, in the shack water would just come in, in mm. you understand and you you don't sleep that night you need to have containers in place and that pain for me in as much as i had nights where i cried i also had to ask myself is this where i want to die then you know is this mm. where mm. Uh, i see myself so truly my drive has been all the pains that I've encountered and trying as much to take my tragedies and make them strategies, mm. which is why I call myself Young, Black and Powerful, second sh- book, um, Lessons yeah. from a Domestic Worker. Yeah. So it's truly about embracing my, my struggles and hoping that it's going to inspire uh, the, the next person. Mm. So, yeah. That's and, and also why. not taking what you've gone through yeah. and, and, and make it as a barrier in your life. Like, for example, people will say, I didn't grow up with my father. That's why I cannot get a job. Yeah. You are you are blocking yourself from your blessings and your successes and saying, yeah. I will take my struggle yeah. and I will not let it define me. Yeah. I yeah. will make a profit out of it. Because as soon as you start making a profit out of what you've gone through, yeah. it no longer has so much weight on you. Nah. And it no longer defines the person that you are. Yeah. And I actually really do appreciate when you say you don't want to be known by labels. Yeah. But you want to know what I am Howard. Yeah. You want people to remember you as Howard. Not Howard the da 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 Yeah, man. Um, also, I just wanted to, we would like to know, what does your work aim to say? Um, so to the masses, what is yeah. your work, um, what are you aiming to say to us through your work? I know you're saying you're aiming to say that your situation does not define you. Sure. Uh, but what more would you like to, for your work to aim to say? Yeah, I, I think the, the 
two things rather. Mm. Uh, the first is identity. I think for me, identity has, has been a serious challenge for um, most of us, especially the youth, in terms of how do I truly identify myself to be who I am and be fulfilled in that. Yeah. Um, the reason why I say identity, or perhaps it should just be my main core, um, reason for that also prior to those tough challenges, I also suffered from low self-esteem because yes. I happened to be also dark in complexion. Funny enough, I was comparing myself to my own siblings my brother, my sister, and then mm. I have a little sister, so I'm kind of in the middle. Then I, I was then asking myself, Can't do, what happened to me? What, yeah, yeah. Why, why am I, I the, the only dark one? one? You yeah, understand? Yeah. So it's, uh, it also just goes to show that when we speak about low self-esteem and depression, it's not always about the external. Sometimes it's just in the external mm. space, but it has such a big impact. So I it's, think for yeah, me... Yeah, True. Mm. So I think identity for me is truly the core to say... Let's let's define ourselves by who we are, not by leveling ourselves by things we feel can mm. affiliate us to be best or to be accepted or approved or anything like that. Hence, I proudly say, young, black, and powerful, to reignite the very same identity that most of us are shying from, the very identity that most has led some of us to even create fake accounts on social media to be fake people want fake yes, things live a fake life it's all identity mm. crisis so i think for me once we have the identity remember it's young black and powerful the powerful in it now is then how do we discover what you have inside of you what are your gifts what is it that you were born to do mm. so that in itself it's like for instance you you lay a strong building mm. by its foundation so that means even if you went and attended let's say an entrepreneur summit it's all good you have the the roofs the the the, the all of that yeah but yeah. the foundation is within the soul so mm. most people fail in life not because of the challenges most people fail because they haven't identified themselves and, and they haven't built a strong enough foundation that yeah. their career will be built will be built on top of exactly mm. yeah. and i also feel like with also when you're saying dark skin i feel like even now we're still fighting that fight of um, I'm a certain shade, yeah. So I cannot yeah. get certain opportunities. Yeah. And also, um, last week we were discussing with William Gutti, our celebrities end up bleaching their skin in order to get into the industry. And I still Tough. see to this day, um, yeah. when you're going for auditions and and and, mm. you are always looked at as you are darker. Yeah. But I think we were raised to think that because I'm darker, I'm inferior. Mm. But that doesn't mean that because yeah. the darker you are, the closer you are to the earth. You are powerful. You are strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. You are closer to the roots than the person that is lighter or the True. person that is white. Yeah. So I just think we need to remember that as 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 Africans that. Yeah. The color of your skin really doesn't matter. True. And uh, I, I think it also goes to show, I mean, um, a big congratulations also to our new Miss Universe. You know, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out. Yeah. But here's also something quite fascinating yeah. also about us as, as black people again. Is that why do we want to define success by the color in which the individuals brings to the room? So in other words, we don't know if you're really good at what you're doing simply because you're good at it, or you're only good because of the color. Yes, because of the color of your skin, the pigment of your skin. Certainly enough, the voice some black people that would go on to say, no, we were shut out of the system, mm. we were never given opportunities. When again a fellow black person succeeds, we still now, we say, okay, we see you. But now let's 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 find your tribe. Where are you? Now we go, ah, she's closer. And then what happens with the rugby team? We win the World Cup. Yes, but the captain is closer. Yeah. We it's always a, want we always want to put that person in a box. Exactly. We don't want to say see how Kalisi, African 
uh, was the first black captain, we always want to say he is Tosa, he is Baby. Yeah. And, and, and that's another thing I think yeah. we, we, we're struggling with. Identity. Um, no, but we'll have this conversation <laughs> backstage. <laughs> no problem. It'll no take problem. us the whole yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to know, uh, sure. what is the biggest problem you've encountered so far since you started your career? Um, I, I think for me, it, uh, since I've written two books, mm. the biggest challenge that I've had is really breaking the market in yeah. terms of how do I get my book to uh, bookstores. Because remember, I'm self-published. Yes, so if yes. you are self-published, you really have kind of limited options in terms of how do I breach the market. Because firstly, if you go to them, uh, chances are you might have to sell at a higher price, but you're generating low, low profit mm. now because you don't have... You know, you don't have that strong legal team to represent mm, you to draft mm. your contract. So I think for me, breaking into the market in terms of how do I now get the books to my very own people who deserve mm. to read it has been a challenge. Because for me, I'm truly, truly 100% against this notion to say black people do not read. That is a strong lie. It is. It definitely is. Yeah. And, and, and because they keep saying it, I think people will start to believe it. But it's not true. Yeah. But, but Nakona, let, let's go to the bookstores, honestly. And, and let's check how many stories of black people are written and how many black authors are actually and, there. And the issue is because how you write your book, yeah. then you have to fight for five years to get published. So it's, it's that thing of how will I find a black author in the mm. store if no one is publishing them? Mm. And I've realized lately there's a trend now. They're no longer publishing self-motivating books yeah. or self-help books. They're publishing novels and, and, and biography, autobiographies and, 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 and. Yeah. So obviously it's also a, I have to fight to get published. Yeah. Then they're going to cheat you out of your money. Yeah. Um, how do I get myself out there? How do I do what I need to do yeah. and also make money? Because you can't just give away your book. Because no, make publishing your book or writing it and getting it printed costs you money a lot a lot and on what are you going to eat yeah giving away your book <laughs> we need yeah. to remember that we need to eat as yeah. much as this is a career and it's a passion and we yeah. love it we still also need to eat yeah um and i think just talking about this we'll go to the next question is if you sure. could change anything in this industry of book publishing and book writing what would you change um, I, I think for me, what I will change is, is the policies that have that have been said. Yeah. Uh, because the sad reality is that the people who said the policies are not the people who are actually writing the books. So we, the authors ourselves, unfortunately, we don't have a, a strong process that really supports us in terms of the work that we're doing. Mm. So I think what I would do personally is to perhaps you know start a union. I mean, when mm. community people go on strike, they have a community forum, a community leader who then represents them. But in terms of us as authors also, we're not united. And so what happened is if you actually manage to break into the industry yeah. and you get your books on the shelves, it's actually harder for you to come back and say, okay, Howard, I see you have a book as yes, come on yes, top. Yes. Because now also it's now a mindset of are we actually willing to actually help the next person or is it just a matter of I've been deprived so much mm. so that when I get it, it's, it's mine and it's and mine I alone. I also think you think I've been working alone. Yeah. Why, I, why, why I must I give it? <laughs> so it's a, it's, 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 a, it's a tough thing, yeah. you know, that we, we sometimes not willing um, to give others a, a chance as well. But I think for me... If I can't change the policies, then I'm, I might have to create my very own bookstore. I might, you know, we already have actually a publishing house that we have started. Oh, so that, nice. in a way, we're saying, okay, yeah. fine, we can't bridge it, but we know our people, we know where people are. So let's 
go to where the people are. Mm. Just like to an author who tell me that I'm not able to sell. You have a community hall, you have a church, you have people that you know. Go to those people and make Spouse them your market. People, yes. We now have mm. the access to the internet and all of that. Make that as your leverage. I mean, selling those copies wasn't just sitting at home. I had to go out to the and people, to leverage on my media as well. Mm. So also it's just about in as much as the systems are not favoring us but let's not be lazy also thank you let's that's what i was about to say <laughs> like, as much uh, as you are being blocked sure. you always need to find a way to see as Colise didn't think he was gonna wake up and be the first black captain yeah. Zizo yeah. didn't think she was Zosie, sorry yeah um, Zosie didn't think she was gonna win miss universe you understand yeah, but worked. you need to go out there and you need to fight yeah. and, and you need to say okay they're blocking me here i can't sell my books at this store sure let me open my own store yeah or even if you don't have the capital go stand in the street sell your book make that profit that's it and then when you open your store you can also up, bring up other people. Yeah. Like you know, for my friend or Mangman is also an author. They do this kind of books. Yeah. Now you have your own platform that you can sell to them. Yeah. Don't think just because you went up alone. Mm. Now it means that you mustn't bring other people up because you don't know about tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow that person will be better than you, and they won't assist you. <laughs> exactly. Because you are like, I am already here. I don't need to go back to the hood and yeah. assist Mangman. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think that that's so true. By the way, I, I like that. And I think it also just to also look at also how um, the current society is is yeah. that also we we're looking at popularity mm, um, yes, as yes. as the level and the measure, measure in success. which success mm. is and and that is also a fake fallacy because that means now if you post something and then you get two likes you're thinking Ah, I'm not popular, I'm not, I'm not successful and You're popular, You think I'm not successful Exactly, mm. but what the algorithm does not show you Is that how many people have actually reached mm. And you actually get I mean, I've, I've seen it a lot Whenever you advertise something that is a business You get very few likes But mm. you take a selfie, you put it to profile Get about 400 likes, you think, okay Let me post the business, they won't do it But what people do is that they actually go to your personal DMs Because that's how I've done it also yeah, When I post yeah. something in relation to work I, I know, I won't get likes but I know in return I'm going to get SMSs. So also do not be discouraged by seeing the numbers that you wish mm. you could see. Because also it takes time for you to, to actually get there. And it's actually going to help you also to not be um, affirmed or to be confirmed by how many people actually follow you. Because yeah, if you're yeah. depending on people to follow you, chances are you might end up not fulfilling what you were meant to do in the first place That's trying true. to please those followers trying of yours so yeah mm. stick to your story post what you believe should be posted never mind the likes people are watching people that's one are. thing i can they may not comment they may not like but trust me some days someone's gonna say no i know you uh, because i've seen i'm like chief you never you never like <laughs> and then people are like that in terms of when you post something yeah. that is related to growing you as a person they get jealous and they're like, but remember, if, if I tough. like Howard's post, yeah. maybe my business will not be considered. Yeah. So, yeah. But people do see it, um, especially if you have a business account, because mm. I have an Instagram business account. Yeah. I, I, from my likes to people that view my profile, sure. I'm like, why do not, these people not follow me? <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. But I just yeah. realized that people just don't want to give you that thing. They don't no. want to motivate you. Yeah. And that's why you need to just wake up and mm. do it yourself. But you must consider also, who are the people that you expect um, you to... To follow you or to support your business because mm. remember these are the very same people that are within the percentage of the country's unemployment rate these yeah. are very same people that also have been um belittled themselves to actually believe they can accumulate something so your success or your growth to them may not be an inspiration to yes, them it may actually like be a threat, a threat mm. to say 
damn he's he's really going he's up really there by it. himself yeah and we never think how can i assist him mm. you understand how can i best put myself in the right position to say how can we i then help the next person grow mm. so it also but a limited mindset also a mindset that is just saying um listen if your fellow mate does it he must only that be there uh, by himself and then we glorify him then we call them idols and then we yeah, call them yeah and, and we want flashy flashy cars, flashy yeah. clothes. Yeah. I will only support Howard when he drives the Mercedes. And I'm gonna drive this. And you just are. a matter of time. And, 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 and that's the story, you're going to drive that Mercedes. Yeah, eventually. And, and I feel like you're gonna yeah. go back to them and still assist them. And yeah. people don't understand that because the people are different. Yeah. So you go back in your system and they'll be like, damn, yeah. you should have liked that post. Um, but I'm not cutting you short. We're yeah. not gonna come back sure. after the news. Okay. Uh, so we will continue, guys, with. Howard um, and our conversation after the news. Please follow us at Uniso Radio on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, and on Facebook. The time is 8:28. She's breathing through the wound. This one. <laughs> Blue, what's wrong? <laughs>